When it comes to retirement planning, you literally can't afford to procrastinate. You have to be prepared for any possible financial challenge. Let's make sure that you're ready for retirement. It's time for the Retire Ready Podcast with Kyle Hammersmith, investment advisor, representative, and founder of Mocan Wealth Management. Back here for another edition of the podcast. It's Retire Ready with Kyle Hammersmith, President and Investment Advisor Representative at Mocan Wealth Management. And you can find him online at mocanwealth.com. That's M-O-K-A-N wealth.com, helping families get to and through retirement. And when you check him out online, don't forget to pick up a copy of your Retire Ready Toolkit. And you can find all that good information again at his website, mocanwealth.com. And you can also subscribe to the podcast. There's a podcast tab you can check that out as well on whatever platform you like using. We're going to pick up our conversation, do five more universal retirement truths on this episode of the show. What's going on, Kyle? How are you this week? Doing good. Just, uh, again, another week of sports. I'm, I'm all in here. I, I'm a big believer in the fantasy football. It keeps me busy on a Sunday. And <laughs> we're trying to, you know, uh, keep the pool heated as long as we can and keep the kids busy mm-hmm. outside. And, yeah. Uh, before the leaves start filling it up. Yep. You doing the solar cover or something like that? Yeah. We just have an auto cover and heat a little gas heater that heats it up. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was thinking about putting a heater on myself on mine. I hadn't gotten around to doing it yet, but, uh, it's like, Oh, the more days I can milk it, the better. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Especially with little ones. So it's like yep. to enjoy it. So yeah, that's good. That's a good thought. I mean, it's, not fun, it's it. not fun getting out when it's cold, but it's, nah, it's sometimes true. it's, Good for the skin. It's warmer inside there than yeah, it is they, outside. Supposedly they say that's good for your skin. So, you know, kind of like yeah, the it was the, There was a week we had like a couple hundred days or all week was 100 degrees and the pool water was like 96 degrees. Oh, yeah. I have to, we had the same thing. I'd have to back flush some out and add some fresh water from the, ours, uh, we're on well. So I just put some well water in there, which was nice and cold, right? So it'd kind of bring it back down, kind of try to keep it in that uh, doesn't last very long. 87, 80 degree, you know, degree range somewhere in there. But yeah, it'll definitely heat back up when it's 100 every day. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into our second half here of our universal truths. Fighting with the pool uh, temperature could be a universal truth as well. Uh, and let's do uh, number six here from a financial standpoint. Diversification is essential for risk management. Now, this is a universal truth, Kyle. Um, I, I would think so. I would think this applies to people, right? Because our you know our risk tolerance is going to change as we're aging, and we're going to have to move some things around in a diversification standpoint in order to find that right risk management level. Um, you know, going after something like you did at forty is probably not the same at seventy. Yeah, I think just diversification by itself is definitely critical. Now there's different types of diversification. You can do asset class, all different types of ways of and diversifying. We also want to talk about like we haven't talked much about taxes, but just diversifying your tax buckets is essential for like longevity. But at the end of the day, like diversifying itself is it's definitely gonna help when you're approaching retirement and in retirement. Obviously, there's no, there's no guarantees against losses and gains. Um, but as far as like long-term uh, investing, like diversifying properly can definitely help as far as risk management. But also if you don't diversify properly, it could also hinder you from long-term growth um, if you're too over diversified. Um, so you kind of want to pay attention to what your goals are. We always focus on like what's your minimum rates of returns you need to maintain your retirement goals and using proven philosophies and strategies that are going to help you hit those goals with the least amount of max drawdown. Um, so it could require some diversification, but in other circumstances, um, we don't need diversification to like slow us down either. So, 
Okay. Yeah. And definitely not. Right. You got to find that strike that right balance between the two so that, you you know, you're still t- kind of keeping up with inflation. Right. You want to still have some monies at risk because you've got to have that longevity factored in there. Uh, but at the same time, you also want to make sure that you're not taking too much in the event of something kind of catastrophic. So, all right. Number seven on our top 10 here or our, t- our 10 overall. Uh, did five on the prior podcast. If you didn't check that out, go check those uh, those first five out. You don't have to listen to the first one to listen to this one, but again, you might want to listen to some of those concepts there from Kyle. Number seven, emotions can be an investor's worst enemy. Definitely a universal truth, right? I mean, emotions get in our way about freaking everything. <laughs> Absolutely. It's emotions. It's really like headlines. And to be honest, it's like reading or paying way too much attention to your media outlets just anything and everything that's out there is just really it's fear-based or greed-based and it definitely impacts your results. And the, like the most recent one I can think of is the debt ceiling, you know, just, I know people in the back of their mind were thinking, well, shouldn't I just sit back and go all in cash and wait to see what happens. Right. Yeah. I mean, just, just all these different types of events that come up where it prompts someone to start thinking worst case scenarios versus understanding the long-term impact of that decision. Mm-hmm. So market fluctuations are going to happen. Equities, we're just talking about equities in general, like equity prices long-term have always gone up, like always. They've always recovered from all the not, the suboptimal results of the, the bad markets, the bear markets, as long as you kind of just stayed invested, right? Um, so now your approach in retirement is definitely going to be different because you're not always going to be staying invested because your pie chart, you're going to need cash flow out. So you're going to be selling shares. So, the, you know, the, it's more or less you have time on your side before retirement and not after retirement. And you kind of have to put your emotions aside and kind of stick to your plan of understanding what your what type of results do you need long term from your investment decisions? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about just the basic concept of our emotions in there anyway. Right. When, when we all know we're supposed to buy low and sell high, but we almost always and this is pretty universal, tend to do the opposite. Right. We start to panic. Um, and just from that standpoint alone, you can certainly realize that in many other factors when it comes to our investing life, we tend to you know, kind of get in our own way, right? Because there's a lot of our emotions do that. So certainly having an advisor can help against that because you've got that sounding board to bounce things off of and say, okay, listen, this is this is why you're kind of, you know, going down the wrong path or whatever that might be. I mean, yeah, most people like need about three to six percent of their total pie per year to live off of. So the idea of like overreacting on a hundred percent of the pie really doesn't make sense when you don't need that chunk of change for a longer period of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good point for sure. All right. So let's do uh, number eight uh, overall. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Number eight. <laughs> Can't do some basic counting here. Uh, tax implications matter. Well, talking about universal truths, right? Death and taxes certainly going to be in there. So we're going to have to deal with taxes no matter how you're situated for retirement, it is a part of life. Uh, and even if you try to, you know, or going down that path, Kyle, of, uh, well, I hear you can have a completely tax-free retirement, you know, you got to work for that. This doesn't happen. Just They don't issue that just because you're 65. The lack of tax planning done by pre-retirees and baby boomer is like, it completely surprises me on the type of assumptions that have been made over the last 20 to 10 years. It's primarily because one, they're too busy and they've made assumptions like, hey, when I retire, I'll be in a lower tax bracket. Yes, you probably will, but you also have to compare that to like what other scenario? Like, yeah, your tax return from when you were working versus your tax returns in retirement, your tax bracket will be lower 
but compared to like what other strategies? Um, Cause generally that's the best way to overpay is making assumptions. And the downfall is maybe they've been working with a broker or something for so long where they don't get any tax planning advice and they're not doing any tax strategies you know, five to 10 years before they retire or their first five to 10 years in retirement to kind of set the matter up long-term. We all, we talk a lot about, about tax efficiency. Goal number one is how can you keep more of your social security and give less back in taxes? That should be everyone's goal. <laughs> and if you can do that, then you, you won't, your withdrawal rates will come down from your investments. And the number one fear of baby boomers is running out of money. Well, if you're taking less out from your investments, you're going to add years on to how long they last. And then third is kind of reducing your long-term tax bill. And you can't just like magically get to that point. You have to figure out what are the strategies to do that long-term, not short-term. Yeah. And tax, I mean, we tend to focus on the, obviously the big tax number, right? But there's, there's so many little nuances within tax strategizing and tax planning that uh, can really kind of get away from us, right? So sometimes we want to definitely make sure that we're working with a qualified professional, but also somebody who is kind of tax, you know, being tax efficient, tax focused as well. If you're not having those conversations about that or they're not working you know, with you and your CPA or whatever the case is, uh, certainly do so because, you know, as the old saying goes, it's not what you make, it's what you keep. Yeah, I mean, if you voluntarily sign up to overpay on taxes, just on not knowing what you're doing, um, and there's other ways to do it. I mean, every dollar you save is like shares you're staying invested in growing your your net worth or your legacy. That's what people don't realize. So yeah, for sure. All right, number nine, retirement doesn't mean complete disengagement from some form of work. I mean. There's the difference in what is work optional, right? That's become the new the new hot phrase, right? So yep. there's nothing wrong with that, right? I mean, maybe you want to work because you're just freaking bored and that's okay. Yeah, I mean, very common people will retire and like transition into like less hours, a less stressful job, consulting, volunteering, maybe just sticking around to get some of the benefits. It really just depends on like that circumstance. I do have quite a few households that just like full on fully retire, like ready to get out away from that type of environment. But there's quite a few people that I talk to or even work with that are, you know, they're, they're retired and they're living a retirement lifestyle, but they kind of still are logging in those part-time hours to kind of stay engaged with what they're passionate about. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and it doesn't matter like kind of what it is, like whether it's uh, volunteer work or whatever. Right. I mean, you can I guess you could attach any label you want to it, but uh, maybe you're doing it for financial reasons. You need a little extra padding uh, to pad some things or you just want a little extra spending money for some frivolous stuff that's not part of the plan or whatever the case might be. Or you just want to work because you just want to help out an organization and you're not even worried about, you know, getting paid or not, that's fine. But just, you know, kind of that's a universal truth that's affecting us all is that uh, as we're living longer and healthier, you know, you think about maybe how your parents looked when they were 60 and then how you look and feel when you're 60. It certainly has changed a lot over the years, right? So nothing wrong with keeping uh, keeping moving. All right, final one here, Kyle, number 10. Estate planning is not just for the wealthy. Definitely a universal truth here. You know, whether it's estate planning or whether it's a trust or whatever conversation needs to be had. I mean, even the concept of working with a financial advisor, once upon a time, not that long ago, people would say, oh, well, I, I, don't, have an adv- I don't have a guy or a gal because I'm not rich, right? You don't have to be rich to work with a professional. Yeah, I think number one is like myself in the industry, we can't tell you how to list your beneficiaries like that's giving legal advice 
we can walk you through if you do title how this is how it's going to work. Um, but at the end of the day, like your legacy planning or your estate planning just needs to be like making sure one accounts are titled properly and making sure your beneficiaries are titled properly. Then depending on your circumstances of what you have, what you need and your stuff behind the scenes, that's going to dictate what type of estate planning at all. If you need it, it could just be power of attorneys or it could be full on wills and trust and getting everything set up properly. Um, but it kind of comes down to what you have and what you need and then what you want mm-hmm. uh, while you're living. And then obviously when you're not living, yeah. what are the, what are the rules and the steps you want to follow? So, yeah, I mean, you know, for many people, I think if you've built up any kind of uh, assets that you want to take care of for yourself or your spouse when you're gone or your family after you know, you've left or both of you have left, then it's certainly worth having a conversation to see what the right fit for you is. There's certainly going to be some documents that we all need to have, some universal documents. Uh, and then, you, you know, you may be in a position where a trust makes more sense for you than, it might, than you might have realized or something like that. I'm not saying that it does for everybody. I'm just simply saying it's worth having an open mind to those conversation pieces. So those are the universal truths that are going to affect us all. And if you need some help with any of that, you've got some questions, you got some concerns, you think, oh, it's not going to be for me or it's not going to happen to me or whatever it might be. Well, do yourself a service, do yourself a favor and have a conversation with a qualified pro like Kyle. He is an investment advisor representative and the president, again, at Mocan Wealth Management, helping families get to and through retirement. Find him online at mocanwealth.com. That's mocanwealth.com. And don't forget to subscribe to Retire Ready on Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever podcasting platform app you like to use. Kyle, thanks for hanging out, buddy, and breaking these down. Appreciate it. Have a great day. Yeah, man, I always appreciate you. We'll see you next time here on Retire Ready with Kyle Hammersman. Investment advisory services offered by duly registered individuals through Creative One Wealth, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Creative One Wealth, LLC, and Mocan Wealth Management are unaffiliated entities. Licensed insurance professional. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of investment and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. This material has been prepared for informational and educational purposes only. It is not intended to provide and should not be relied upon for accounting, legal, tax, or investment advice. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. Insurance product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing company.